Blog Talk Radio. Good Sunday morning to you all, and thank you for joining us here on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and this morning I have some great guests lined up. First, Rocky Kiever will be stopping by to tell us about a very dog-friendly bakery that you'll definitely want to hear about. Then, a little later, Gina Petra will be chatting with us about her special service dog named Chloe. We talked about Chloe a little bit on one of our previous episodes. And uh, her very unfortunate experience over at a Walmart store in Orange County. So don't go away. We've got a great animal talk show just ahead here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm so pleased to introduce Rocky Kiever now from... Three Dog Bakery. Good morning, Rocky, Good and welcome. Morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you could be here. Yeah. Now, you have a pretty amazing uh, bakery, Three Dog Bakery. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, we have a bakery for dogs. A bakery for dogs. A bakery for dogs. Exclusively. Exclusively for dogs. Wow. Humans could eat it, but you probably wouldn't want to. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's all natural. Uh-huh. All these treats, uh, they are they uh, are delicious. Um for dogs, we use things like honey and unsweetened applesauce instead of sugar. Okay. Um, but it would, you know, it would be like if you made a peanut butter cookie and said, "Oh, I forgot the sugar." Okay. It's still good. Or if you were to, uh, it would taste to you as if you were eating maybe a um, a food that would someone would need if they were a diabetic. Okay. But to dogs, since they have a different taste palate, we specifically formulate things for them. Um, we use things like carob instead of chocolate. Okay. Uh, unsweetened carob. And they like that. They love chocolate. Dogs are chocolate fiends, which is unfortunate. Because they can't have it. <laughs> because they can't. And no <laughs> way can they have chocolate. Uh-huh. There's a um, a chemical in there called theobromine that's mm-hmm. in the cocoa bean, and that's what is dangerous to them. Very so, toxic. Right. And carob, you know, they use carob in a lot of things like um, protein bars and, and things like that. The only difference is we use unsweetened. Okay. Um, but it's a lot of fun because, you know, customers will come in and they'll say, Oh, oh no! You guys, dogs can't have chocolate, uh-huh. <laughs> and we we kind of laugh. Cause, you know, Three Dogs Bake- Bakery's been around since 1989, so we said, "Oh, I had no well, idea." Yeah, yeah. So we know, we know, we're not trying to kill your dog. We <laughs> we formulate it for them. Now, now, when somebody passes by, does it look like a regular bakery? So it, somebody might confuse it. With that a we get pe- probably about five people a day that come in and they'll order a donut. Or they'll order order a piece of carrot cake, uh-huh. and 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 we'll say, and you can always tell the look on their face because they think, okay, this bakery looks a little off, uh-huh. but uh, you know, I'm I'd still like, you know, when that when that bug hits you and you need a sweet, you just start looking, yeah. <laughs> and so people will come in and they'll say, okay. Um, I'll have a piece of, of carrot cake. And we'll say, great, what kind of dog do you have? <laughs> and they'll look at like, you, wow, this bakery is definitely out of touch. And so, and then we'll get one or two reactions. We'll get people that will just start laughing and they'll love it and think that's hilarious. Or they'll go, well, that's silly. <laughs> and they'll oh, walk no. out. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, when you get called on the spot, all of a sudden and you, you feel realize, embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. Gee, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, the, 
the the difference is you know it's similar to a retail job, but you don't get people that come in and say, "Oh, I'm just looking." Or because dog people we've learned are just genuine people. You don't find a lot of dog people that are that are mean. Oh, and that's you know that's true. I've noticed that. It's encouraging. Also. It's really especially encouraging. people who are going to be buying treats for their dogs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have to be nice people if they're going to make the effort to come buy a that's treat right. for their dogs. That's right. Now, do they bring their dogs into the bakery? They do, um, and and in fact, we encourage that. Oh, um, wow. We have a um, quite a few customers that will actually let their dog walk them into the bakery. Um, as soon as they round that corner, you can tell the dog knows right where the bakery is, and will just start running towards that entrance. <laughs> um, so, and and we've really uh, curtailed our marketing efforts because when people walk by the bakery, if they have a dog, the dog recognizes the smell and just starts pulling the owner in. Oh, so, how funny! Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we commission the dogs and give them little sample treats on the side. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Now, um, a lot of people tend to be watching their weight these days, and so right. they'll, they'll pass right by a bakery, even though it's hard. Right. Um, and I've noticed that there's a lot of overweight dogs there these are. days. yes. Should they be having all these snacks from your bakery? So um, to give you an example, um, my dog is a, a nine-pound Maltese. Okay. And, Isn't um, that big for a Maltese? Uh, you know what? Standard Maltese are somewhere between 9 and 15. Oh, They're wow. usually bred smaller, but he's actually the runt of his litter. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he he has every sign of a runt. He has, you know he oh, he has okay. to show everyone he's a tough guy. I thought guy. they were a little bit smaller. They're, yeah, they are generally smaller dogs, and you get a lot of the toy Maltese that are anywhere from four to six pounds. Oh, okay. You know what? That's what I'm probably yeah, thinking definitely. of. Okay. So, um, but they're they're really affectionate dogs, and they love food, love food. So, uh-huh. um, with him, what we do is we have him on a low calorie dog food, okay. so that we can give him the treats. And the treats are important because that's his reward. It would be like any kid with a, you know, with a reward or an encouragement. Um, they're a very emotional dog, and, um, and dominance <laughs> is not the way to train them. No. <laughs> yeah. So, uh-huh. um, so with with any dog who has overweight problems, Three Dog Bakery actually um, we front as a bakery with delicious treats, but we're actually um, one of the more healthy places out there. For example, we have a low calorie food that's the best low calorie dog food in the world. Also, in addition to treats, you have regular food. Right. The the bakery okay. treats are kind of what we get all the press on, what we get, you know, when, when people come in and they love the bakery because of that. But we're really known for the the dog food that we make. Okay. Um, dog food is probably one of the biggest mistakes people make when they're trying to care for their dog. Choosing the wrong dog food. Choosing the wrong okay. dog food. Um, you know, I, I, and I don't know... Um, how much people know about dog food, but the reason we opened the store is we started, uh, our dog was allergic to a dog food that, that we had him on that was just a mainstream dog food that uh, we were spending quite a bit of money on. And we thought, hey, we want the best for our dog. Mm-hmm. He was chewing his paws. He had he had dandruff. He had the runs. Um, and we researched it, and we were just aghast at the things we found that they put into dog food or, or lack thereof. Okay. And, uh, and we ran into a three-dog bakery. It's all baked fresh in the Midwest, so all the wheat is from the Midwest. It's human quality wheat. A lot of people feel that their dogs are allergic to wheat, but they're usually allergic to um, to uh, animal feed wheat, not human quality wheat. There's okay. a big difference. Um, this food is baked at between three and 400 degrees. We can't give you the exact amount. That's our secret. <laughs> so all the nutrients aren't cooked out. A lot of dog food, what they'll do is they'll take um, the dog food and they'll go to farms and get animals that aren't fit for human consumption, um, it's even as bad as roadkill, and they'll cook it at a very high temperature to cook out any disease. Mm. And after the fact, they'll add animal dye just so the dogs feel that it tastes good. 
So oh. I know. So how do you find a good dog food? Um, look for a dog food that doesn't have a wax or foil lining on the inside of the bag. Okay. A dog food that says baked. A dog food that says all natural. Um, a dog food where you can see the actual kibble through the bag. Okay. And that's how you'll know it's not a greasy dog food. Or drop your dog food in water. If it swells up, stay away from it. Oh. Because that happens in, in your dog's stomach, and there are a lot of fillers in there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, dog food. Yeah. But Three, three yeah. Dog Bakery is actually um, for the betterment of dogs. It started because Gracie, one of the three dogs, the three founding sisters, <laughs> uh, was a Great Dane, and they took her to the vet. She was two years old, and they said, you know, she, she's not going to make it. Just feed her whatever she wants to make her happy. So they took her home, and um, the two gentlemen that started it, Mark and Dan, mm-hmm. and they fed her um, whatever they were eating. So instead of making a meal for both of themselves, they would make a third plate, and she would have whatever they were having. Aww. She lived to be, for a great Dane, she lived to be 12 years old. Really? Which, which, that right, is amazing for amazing. a great Dane. And, so and, they, and they thought she was going to die right, at two. Right, at two. The light went off, and they said, wait a minute, it's what we're feeding our dog. Uh-huh. And so with the 59 cents cookie cutter, they started making all-natural treats with honey and, and applesauce, unsweetened, things like that. And there you go. So when, when you come into our bakery, you see these delicious, amazing treats. They're all better than than any treat you'd go get at a store that has added sodium and salt. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have people that will come in and buy half dozen, full dozen, and, you know, you put it in your fruit and give your dog a treat every day. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So Three Dog Bakery isn't unique here in Los Angeles. No. It's, it's actually a chain. Right. It is a chain. Okay. Um, what's neat about it, it would be it would be somewhat of a Starbucks for uh, or a local coffee shop for dogs. Okay. Uh, because each each Three Dog Bakery is uh, individual. The Santa Monica store is the new premier store, uh-huh. um, and it's individual to the community. We operate it for the community, by the community. Um, the only connection is we get all of the ingredients, um, the wheat, um, the, the, all of the things that we put into the treats from Kansas City. Okay. Right, the Heartland, and uh, and it goes out to there are now over 50 bakeries uh-huh. across the nation. Wow. Um, and it's really neat because you'll have people coming around and collecting three dog bakery shirts like you'd go around and collect hard rock shirts oh. or something of that nature. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. So we have, we have a circuit of people that will travel to every three dog bakery with their dog, and that's kind of their travel itinerary. Oh, that sounds fun. It's really fun. fun. Yeah. Now, you also um, have some fun activities at the bakery. We too, don't do. You? Um, we have, you know what, coming up. On the 26th, Sunday at 11 o'clock, um, so not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, we have the Halloween Parade. Uh, Get it, Halloween. Okay. <laughs> we, did, we came up with that one on our own. Um, but the Halloween Parade is really neat. It's out in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. And we um, last year we had about uh, about 30 or 40 dogs, okay. and they're all dressed up in costumes. It's a costume contest as well. You don't have to be in the contest. It's a lot of fun. And we march all the dogs up and down 3rd Street. And bystanders just get to you know just get to have a good time seeing these dogs, um, and you ju- you would be it's unbelievable some of the costumes that people come up with. Um, so it's really fun, and we have best small do- uh, prize for best small dog, best large dog, and best human and dog ensemble. All right, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah. Now we should tell everybody where are you located if they we, wanted to come by. And- we are <laughs> located at um, 411 Santa Monica Boulevard in Santa Monica. It's right on the corner of Fourth and Santa Monica. And then you can also find our, our phone number and everything if you just go to, uh, it's all spelled out, 3 com. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's where you can sign up for the Halloween. It's all uh, for charity, and you can sign up for the event there. And and what is the charity? The charity is Much Love. 
animal rescue. Um, okay. We have worked with quite a few uh, organizations. We try to work with different ones so that we can help support all of the um, people that are working in Santa Monica, saving little puppy dogs. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I have one more quick okay. question before I let Please. you go. <laughs> Please. What would you say is the very number one top-selling favorite goodie that you have at your bakery? And I eat it. I'll admit it. You eat it. I'll, I eat it. <laughs> it, our our top selling treat is the pup cake. The pup the cake. The pup cake. Okay. It would be what it would be, you know, what sprinkles is to humans. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's what we are. And right now we have if anyone wants to actually try the food, um we have an apple pie that for for October and November that is just unbelievable. It tastes like an apple pie. Wow. Yeah. So so do people come in and and uh, enjoy a treat while their dog enjoys a treat? They do. We have although Although we're not selling treats for humans, we do have people that uh, an unbelievable amount of people that want to try the food before they give it to their dog, <laughs> and it's it's fun. Uh, we'll, That's hysterical. Sometimes we have to take a bite first to encourage the people that it, yes, it is okay. Uh-huh. Um, but then as soon as they leave, we make sure we tell all their friends and family that they're eating dog food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're bad. <laughs> okay, well, let's see. Before I let you go, yeah. one more time. Um, how people can get a hold of you if they need um, to. Just go to all spelled out three dog Santa Monica dot com and it has our um, the not phone the number three but T H R E E right D O G Santa Monica dot com. com and then it'll have our phone number our address and you can sign up for the Halloween parade. Oh how fun, Rocky! Um, after hearing about your bakery, I got to come down and take a please do. That sounds wonderful. Yes. Thanks for being with us here today. Thanks so much. It was my pleasure. Thank it's, you. It's been great chatting with you. We have to take a quick break now, but we'll be back in just a moment with Gina Petro on AM 1260 and 540. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. Joining me now is Gina Petro, who's had a really unusual experience with her service dog, Chloe. Good morning, Gina. Good morning. Now, um, you have a special service dog named Chloe. Tell us a little bit about Chloe. She is very special. Um, She's actually an American uh, pit bull terrier, and she's uh, certified through the OC Hugs organization. She um, is a service dog that is uh, reg- registered and also graduated on the top of her class. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> High honors. Yeah. Now, now it's unusual for a pit bull to be a service dog, isn't it? It is unusual, and but it's really not as uncommon as people think. It was interesting from our incident uh, with her being asked to leave Walmart because specifically her being a, a pit bull and the potential or perception that they're vicious, a vicious breed. Uh, we got a lot of inquiries and other people around the country that do have pit bulls. They're very good for mobility. And they're very intelligent dogs. But I want to get back to that because we haven't really talked too much yet, um, although I did bring it up on a previous show about your unfortunate incident at Walmart. Walmart, rather. So let's go back and talk about what happened there. So you went to a Walmart in Fountain Valley, and that's in Orange County, and, and tell us what happened. Yes, we. she had her vest on, and we were going through uh, talking to different people, et cetera, who are always interested when they see her in her vest. 
And when we went through probably about a half hour, she was extremely well-behaved. The Walmart manager came up and approached us and asked us to leave because she was a vicious breed and there was children in the store. Wow. Now, she hadn't been showing any signs of aggression or acting out or anything during that time period, right? Absolutely not. If anything, she, there was a couple of people that came up to her, and she sat down. She was waving hi to them and um, really well-behaved. And and the, the owner, or not the owner, the manager, rather, was aware of the laws regarding service dogs and the fact that they were allowed access into stores, correct? Yes, uh, he was aware of the law and said specifically that he did not care, that even though she had her vest and went through all the training, and we shared also that she is a breed ambassador, so this is a great opportunity to educate. Not everybody's aware, so we went through the laws and about her training and about the fallacies of the breed and still did not care and asked her to leave. Now, was this just one person in the store, or were there other people uh, who worked at the store as well who kind of supported the manager on this decision, or was this a solo decision? No, there was actually two managers, because I asked, and, you know, this is part of, you know, again, her job as a breed ambassador is maybe misinformed and went over what the legal rights are for the disabled with the service dog, and she said that that was actually her manager that asked her to come and share that with us. So it was the customer service manager and the store manager that shared. Wow. So in spite of the law that allows you to be in a store with a service dog, they still had you leave? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Well, what did you do at that point? Well, we went ahead and um, contacted our president of our organization, and we called back the manager and talked with him directly and um, just asked him his position on it and make sure that we had the facts right and, you know, again, trying to educate him on what the laws are and also what the um, pit bulls are as well. And when we talked with him, he really was adamant about his position and the Denver was banning pit bulls and I heard across the nation and that they're unstable and he even had a meeting with all his employees afterwards to share why he asked her to leave. Wow. And so he wasn't budging on this position then? No, he even asked us to, if if there were such things as pit bull service dogs that we need to educate the public. And we said, thank you very much for the platform. We'll go ahead and take it up with the corporate. And from there, we went ahead and um, contacted the corporation and every media outlet. And we got some positive uh, awareness from it. So it was, it was a great opportunity. Well, what did Walmart Corporation say after all of this? Um, I'm sure they weren't too pleased that their store manager sent a service dog uh, packing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it you know, all in all, um, we were not trying to take this and, you know, do any legal type of things. It was just really for the awareness of Walmart. And we did get a hold of the uh, regional California manager, and he did uh, act upon all the California stores to re-educate the employees, and they sent a uh, letter of apology and a big box of um, peace token, if you will, of, of toys and, and such. And when we asked to have them do that through the corporation, um, they really didn't want to take that further. So we've gone ahead and we had the petition out there. We got um, interesting national feedback on multiple other uh, folks in different states have had the same problem with Walmart, actually with other stores too, which was surprising to me. You know, surprisingly, as as you put it, 
Um, a lot of places still have trouble with service dogs in general. They just don't like the idea of dogs coming into the store. But, but I could certainly see, you know, the way that pit bulls are um, considered, you know, for most people, they consider them bad dogs just because they're pit bulls. I could see how public opinion would go to the other side, to the negative side, and, and compound the problem of already being skeptical. Well, I can't talk today. Skeptical about uh, letting a service dog into a store anyway. You know, Marie, I thought it was interesting. There, the feedback that we got wasn't necessarily just pit bulls. There's other service dogs, whether it's a Pomeranian or um, you know other types of dogs. Pomeranian could be for seizure alerts. Uh, again, a service dog, and I understand the concern, a service dog is specifically a dog that has gone through training that is assigned to somebody with a disability. It's not the Paris Hilton Chihuahua in the purse, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a dog just with a vest on it. It is a working dog to assist with a disability. A disability could be a physical disability, against seizures or other things that people don't see. Mm -hmm. You know, they think it has to be somebody that's blind or in a wheelchair. But it, there are other impediments. Or somebody with emotional and, phys um, emotional and mental disorders as well. So a disability is between a doctor and the, and the patient for a service animal to provide that type of service. And it uh, doesn't matter what the breed is. It does, it does not matter what the breed is. And there are multiple other breeds that actually get discriminated against because they're not labs. People are used to seeing labs for the sight impaired. Right? Or German shepherds, too, or, yeah. Or German shepherds. Mm -hmm. So it, it was interesting, the feedback we got. It wasn't just necessarily pit bulls, but others, just service dogs, and folks going in with their vest or without their vest um, and the response that they get. Yeah, that's, that's really unfortunate. But, you know, I think what I'd really like to talk about today is, is the prejudice that people have against pit bulls. And I understand you're having a very special event on Sunday, October 26th. Actually, it's Saturday, October 25th. Well, I sure got that wrong. I'm glad you were able to correct me. <laughs> the 26th is the uh, Long Beach Costume Parade. Okay. On the 25th in Brea, there's a Love a Bully March. And what this is specifically to bring an awareness of the discrimination that's happening across the country on pit bulls specifically. And this is just a very peaceful march that goes to the city hall, and there's going to be media coverage and such. And we're asking folks just to bring their dogs, or if they don't have a dog, just come to um, to come and show, show support. What we're finding, and it's really people aren't aware, is that there's a wave of ignorance, if you will, in a political platform now that people are, our cities are just banning. There's Denver, and if a dog looks similar to a pit bull, they're pulling them out of the homes. In Denver, we actually have two refugees that are going to be leading the parade or the little march, if you will, with Chloe that were rescued out of Denver. One of the dogs um, was pulled out of their home 3 o'clock in the morning no way. because a neighbor right, reported. So what's sad is people don't realize their rights are actually being undermined to have their dogs, a family pet, that may look similar to uh, some character traits of a pit bull and will be deemed that they need to be euthanized. Wow. Removed from the home and euthanized. So this is not something light. This is a, a, a public right, and this is something that we have these loving pets. So we're asking one to do the march, and the other one is to uh, boycott Denver, Colorado. You, you know, it's a scary thought when uh, government starts deciding that they could come in and just take your dog because they think your dog is a dangerous breed. 
without ever giving any thought to the fact that any dog, whether it's a little chihuahua or a giant Great Dane, can be aggressive based on whether or not it's been socialized properly. So it all boils down to an owner, not a breed of dog. If you're a responsible owner, you do all the right things, you're going to have a good, well-behaved dog that will never cause anybody any harm. So thinking that the government can enact laws and just physically take your dog and kill it because they think it's dangerous, oh, man, that's just horrible. And it's happening. That's the saddest part. It's in America, and it's happening. Yeah. And it's all about responsible ownership, very well said. And you can take that to um, sports cars being put in the hands of teenagers, illegal racing, guns. You know, it's never the ban on those things does not solve the problem. It's the acts and responsibility that needs to be targeted. Exactly. That's so true. And you know what? I want to illustrate just how nice uh, Chloe is, your pit bull. Um, you were recently at a very special event in Orange County, and, and you were demonstrating uh, uh, what a good dog she was, and you had children come up and help you out with that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, that was so special. At the, uh, They had the first annual pet days at the Orange County Marketplace, and Chloe was one of the um, demonstrations of responsible ownership. And we actually had about seven children up on the stage and talking about any dog should have basic training and what it takes to do that is very simple. So we had the seven children up there putting her through the paces of the sit, stay, um, the crawling across the stage and, you know, and the bang, bang and all the other things. And it was just so, so nice to see these children learning. And uh, she was perfectly well behaved. Oh. Gina, my engineer is giving me the uh, timeout sign here. <laughs> so I want to tell everybody go to ChloeThePitbull.com. And stay tuned to more Pet Place here on AM 1260 and 540. Thank you. We're back on the Pet Place radio show. I'm Marie Hewitt. And well, some sad news. Um, some of you may have been watching our Pet Place Pet of the Week segments on Daybreak Orange County on KDOC, and very, very sadly, um, KDOC, because of uh, the economic situation that we all seem to be in right now, has decided the program is just too expensive to produce. So Daybreak Orange County and our Pet Place Pet of the Week segment is no longer on the air, effective uh, this week, on KDOC, so that's very sad. And and I want you guys to know that if you really think these shows are important, the Pet Place TV show, uh, Daybreak Orange County with the Pet of the Week segment, write to KDOC and let them know you've been watching and you enjoy the programs. You can reach them by sending a letter to KDOC, 625 North Grand Avenue, and that's in Santa Ana, California, 92701. Again, let them know you love the show and you Love Pet Place, too, and you'd like to see both shows come back on the air. Now, we're about out of time today, but as always, I encourage you to check out the Pet Place website at petplace.org to find out uh, all the local events that we'll be doing and all the pets that we'll be promoting because we're still out there trying to get pets in the homes and showcasing animals the best that we can. So check out our website again, petplace.org. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260 and 540. Please stay and neuter your pets and have a wonderful day.